What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about this idea that you need to decide what you are going to do with your pain. I'm going to get vulnerable and I'm going to share something personal with you guys that I went through and, and how I processed it and how I moved through it. So now before I get into today's podcast, which is about pain and personal development, I want to talk to you guys about why it's so important to be working on yourself. Because all of you that are listening to this podcast right now are interested in making $10,000 a month. Am I right? Who here would like to make $10,000 a month? Or if you're already making 10K, who here would like to double their income? And so I think that for me, I think it's really important to talk about the context of why talking about pain is important. Because at the end of the day, you are the business, period. And so you can go into any business coaching program, any mentorship program, any leadership program, and you can try to work on your business. But at the end of the day, if you don't work on yourself, you become the bottleneck for your business because you won't grow beyond the level that you're capable of achieving. And oftentimes we'll hold ourselves back because of feelings of unworthiness or feelings that we're not good enough. And all of these things can be solved if we actually start working on our shit. Work on yourself as much as you work on your biz and you'll never want for money. And that's a Caleb Zisk quote. I love that. So personal development is everything. Now, in the spirit of being vulnerable, I'm going to talk about a story that's personal to me, and I want to share my truth with you guys. So for those of you guys that have followed the podcast for a long time, you know that I have a drug addiction that I struggled with like eight years ago. And honestly, I rarely talk about it. Like I don't really write a lot of posts about it anymore because it doesn't really come into my mind anymore because it's just so far outside of my reality that I just like almost stopped thinking about it. And I almost forgot that there was like a little devil on my shoulder. So on the weekend, I had a party at my house for my sister-in-law's 30th birthday, and it was all fun and dandy. And Kirsten noticed that I was drinking a lot, like a lot more than I usually do. And she came up to me and she's like, you're drinking a lot. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I'm like, I'm fine. You know, like, and honestly, let me know if you guys can relate to this. Sometimes like there's just so much stress going on that I just like felt the need to just let loose. And, you know, letting loose for me was drinking. And so I was just like, I'm just going to let loose and I'm just going to drink because there's so much shit going on in my regular life right now. Like, you know, I'm dealing with the gym and dealing with the cops and going to court. And like, there's all this shit going on. Plus running PT Dom, like there was so much stress. that I was, I'm just going to drink to like let loose and just have fun. And drinking to let loose and having fun is one of those, it's cool. But there got to a point in the evening where I was so drunk that I started asking a person at my house for drugs. And Kirsten came over to me and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I saw you talking to the ex person. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, come with me. We need to talk. So she like pulls me into the room and she like, she's like, what's going on with you? Like, and I told her, I was like, honestly, like I asked for drugs. I'm like super intoxicated right now. I asked for drugs and obviously not okay. Kirsten was like, what the fuck? So I went to bed immediately afterwards and the party pretty much died after that. Kirsten was just like, everyone needs to leave. You know, we need to solve this problem. And I honestly didn't remember anything. First of all, like I was like, when I woke up in the morning, Kirsten was mad at me and I was like, why are you angry at me? And she told me what happened. And I almost like got mad at her at first because I woke up at like midnight. And I'm like, why am I in bed? What's going on? And then in the morning, I had realized what I had done. And I realized that I had asked somebody in my house for drugs. And instantly I just felt like overwhelming amounts of shame. I was like, you are a fucking idiot. Like, I cannot believe you just did that. And I just like sat there and I just like, I couldn't believe that I just asked. It like blew my mind and I didn't know how to process it and I didn't know what to do. But I was like, dude, like 
I was like, I'm a piece of shit. And so I literally, I had a breakfast scheduled with one of my friends in the morning and I messaged him. I was like, dude, I like actually like hate myself right now. And I can't bring myself to like have a pleasant conversation. So I just need to stay inside. So I just like stayed inside and I just like felt how it felt to like literally risk losing everything that I have, like risk losing my like house, risk losing like my sobriety, risk losing my business. I just thought about like risking losing my wife because I'm like asking for drugs in her house. I was just like, I just sat there with this pain and I was just like, fuck, like I just felt so, so ashamed. And it's funny because when I think about this situation and how I processed it, it's significantly different than how I processed it in the past. And I'm going to get to that, but I just want to give some context first. So I'm going to continue on with the story and then we'll come back to how I used to process it. So processed it. I realized that I was feeling all this like shame and guilt. And I was like, dude, like I do not feel good right now. It's like, I just need to sit with this feeling. I need to not run from it. I need to sit with it. I need to just like sit with the fucking feeling of the fact that I like asked for substances. So I just like laid in bed. I probably slept 12 to 16 hours. Have you guys ever done that where you're like not feeling good? And then you sleep until literally your body's like, okay, there's like, I'm not tired and I don't want to sleep. And my mind was racing. I was like, okay, now I'm going to get up. And then I showered and I processed and I went up to Kirsten after I was done showering and I just like apologized. I was like, I'm so fucking sorry that I just like jeopardized our fucking family by even asking for that in our house. And I was like, I don't know what what got into me. Like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'm just going to go for a drive. So I went for a drive for like an hour and a half, two hours just by myself, just drove like no phone, went through like a drive. And I was just like, I was just like, I'm just going to go for a drive. I'm just going to like fucking go for a drive and I'm just going to do it. And I'm just going to go. And while I was on my drive, I realized a few things. So first things first is For me to even get to the point where I even thought about asking for drugs is crazy. Like for the last little while, I've been like so on top of my shit. So the first thing I thought about is for me to like even get to the stress level or that I like over drank and consider doing drugs tells me this situation problem. There's like an underlying root cause problem. And the underlying root cause problem is that there's like way too much stress going on in my life. And I haven't and I'm taking on all of it myself. Like the free BC movement, I've been like literally at the forefront of that. And then going to court, I was the one that was in court with the lawyer and running PT domination. Like I'm still running PT Dom and trying to be a good husband, honestly failing. I haven't been spending any time with cursed and I putting my own personal goals in the back burner. Like I can't remember the last time I went to the gym and had like a super sick workout with my headphones in. Like I'm always thinking about iron energy or I'm always thinking about PT Dom. So I literally sacrificing everything in my life because I thought that I needed to, like I was just trying to save the world. So I decided on that drive. I was like, number one, I'm not going to compete this year. So I'm not going to go for my IFBB pro card because that is just not something that's in my scope right now. So I'm just going to step down from that. Number two, I'm like, I'm going to go a little bit more radio silence until we know our next move for iron energy instead of like boasting and flaunting and like adding more risk to my plate. I'm just going to like take a step back and not be as aggressive on social media with it and just be defiant in my own way. So that was number two. And number three is like, you know, actually doing shit for myself every day where I'm like, if I'm going to the gym, I'm going to put my headphones in and I'm going to like actually like work out and enjoy it versus like thinking about what I should write for the next Iron Energy post, like just really being intentional with my time. And so I was like, I need to make some changes. So I'm going to make some changes. So I like, I went on a two hour long drive. I came back and then I like sat Kirsten down. And this is the key here. This is it. You need to decide what to do with your pain. This is where we're getting get into the shit that actually matters. I got back home in the middle of the night when Kristen woke me up and she told me that drugs that I was asking for them. She was like, you were asking. But I got mad at her first. I was like, that's no fucking way. I got like angry at her. I was like, it's almost like I was ashamed. And so to hide my own shame, I lashed out in anger at the other person who was calling me on my shit. Have you guys ever done that before? Maybe you're feeling a little bit vulnerable at yourself and then you lash out at somebody else because they're calling you on it and you're not ready to be called on it or you don't want to face it. 
So I felt ashamed and then I lashed out. I was like, no, I fucking didn't, blah, blah, blah. Like just kind of like attacking her for being honest. And then in the morning when I realized that it was actually me, I went upstairs and I like talked to her. I was like, dude, I'm so fucking sorry. Like I have no idea, you know, why I would do something like that. And then I'm not sure what got into me, but I just like, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, I apologize for, for putting you in that situation and for putting like ourselves in that situation. Like I fucking apologize. And we talked for about 15, 20 minutes. And then we had like a real honest, like vulnerable conversation about like what's going on in our relationship and like what we both need to work on. And that was cool. But I think the cooler part was when me and Chris decided we were like, we need to like talk to Haley about this. Like we need to tell Haley what's going on because Haley's 13. She's not stupid. And she knew that something was happening last night. So I was like, okay, let's go talk to her. So I sat Haley down and I was like, Haley, my 13 year old daughter. Hello. I'm like, I have something super uncomfortable to tell you. And it's really like hard for me to say. I'm like, but nine years ago, and I just explained what I just explained to you guys. I was like, I had a drug addiction and it was really hard for me. And I haven't thought about it in a long time, but last night I slipped up and I thought about it and I asked for it. I'm deeply sorry. And I like apologize. And she like gave me a hug and I was like, I also ask that if you're ever in a situation like this, that you are open and you're honest with me and your mom so that we can help you through it. Like you just helped me. And she's like, okay, deal. I promise. So this is how I process situation. And the biggest thing that I decided in this situation is that I can't run from my pain. Everybody, you should write that down. You can't run from your pain. You can't run from your pain because it will always catch up to you. I was having a conversation with one of my good friends, Christine Cardenas, who literally, she's one of my mastermind coaches. And she was talking to me about, you know, my post and she like reached out. She's like, dude, I just saw your post. Like, I appreciate you so much. She's like, I appreciate the vulnerability. And this is what I said. And I want you guys to kind of like take note of this because I felt ashamed that I made a wrong, wrong move. Right. I was like, there's so much shame. I said, the shame of making a mistake is always the hardest part. Can you guys relate to that? It hurts so bad, but running from that pain is why I struggled for so long. For so hard because I would, you know, do something that was wrong and then I would lie and it would damage the relationship and it would allow for me to keep my demons close. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. So I want, I'm going to give you guys a situation. So back when me and Kirsten first started dating, there was an instance where she thought I did drugs and I, I lied and I said that I didn't. And then I was like, I didn't fucking do it. And then I made her feel bad because she was calling me on my truth. And I like made her feel like she was bad for like asking me about it, which allowed me to keep my demons close because then when she backed off, I like did drugs and I got away with it. And now I've got these demons of drugs that I'm, I have to keep close to me now because I just like created a space where they're like allowed to be because if anybody questions me on them, I make them feel guilty about it. That's what I used to do. And that's, remember when I said I used to handle situations like this a lot differently? I used to like lie and then manipulate and make other people feel bad about questioning me on my own demons, people that were close to me. And I think this is like the main cause of people breaking up in relationships straight up is when one person has some shit and the other person calls them on it and they're unwilling to face it. So they just lie, manipulate and make people feel bad about shit that they've got going on inside. But for me now, like when I have something that I'm going through in my life, 
Like if I've got a demon and for me, it's like my addiction, like that to me is what I'm going to do. I'm going to expose that to the world. I'm going to expose that to the world and I'm going to make it so that there's nothing to hide. And obviously like it hurts because when you, let's say as an example, like I asked for drugs and then I lied about it. For me to lie about it, it's super easy for me to lie and point fingers and then avoid the feeling of the shame because nobody, like nobody knows about it. And so I don't have to feel ashamed because I'm just like blocking it out, even though, and that's the hard thing is like, then it lives inside of you. When you block out pain, it lives inside of you. But for me now, like, I just want to expose my demons. Like, I just want to tell you guys, like, I tried to do drugs because now that I've exposed them, and even though it hurts so fucking bad, like, it's better than having shame play in your head all day over and over and over and over again. Like, it's better for me to expose them because now I don't have to hide anymore. You know, whereas before I felt like there was a part of me that I had to hide away from the world because I felt like if I showed this part of the world to other people that they wouldn't love me anymore. Do you guys relate to that? Like I felt like if I exposed my demons and actually showed who the fuck I am, that I wouldn't be loved anymore, that people wouldn't have my back, that they wouldn't like, they wouldn't love me the same way they love me now if they knew the truth. And so I, I talked to Christine about this and she was like, man, I feel the same thing. She's like with, you know, when I struggled with my binge eating, She's like, I would just have this like massive imposter syndrome and shame as a fitness coach. This is what she said that she fucking hit it so hard. And this is how you know you have good people in your life. Is she said that you need to know that people have your back. No matter what you do, no one is going to flinch. I was like, that's some powerful shit. So guys, the truth is that we all have pain, right? And this experience going through this this weekend, I'm actually, I texted Kirsten and I thanked her for calling me on my shit. And I just like told her, I'm like, I'm so lucky that I have somebody that cares about me enough to hold me accountable to like a higher level because we all have pain and we all have demons that we face on a day-to-day basis, all of us. And I think that it's not about having problems and pain or binge eating disorders or depression, or for me, it's addiction or going through a massive breakup, like lack of self-love, whatever it is, like those things that we're going through are all true and they're all real, but so many of us avoid them at all possible costs. And we avoid them by doing things like drinking. We avoid our pain of feeling lonely by going out and like smoking weed, or we avoid the pain of, you know, being a cheater in our relationship as an example by fucking lying because it's easier to lie than tell the truth and have that exposed. And I think it's understanding that all of us are human beings and all of us have pain that we're going through and knowing this is the key. This is, I actually think this is like one of the biggest things makes me able to communicate with you guys on a very honest and vulnerable level. I think the key to your pain is that you have to let yourself feel it. But so many people don't want to feel it. So many people don't want to go there. They don't want to go there, right? They don't want to feel the truth. Like for me, the truth was shame. Like after asking for like substances in my own fucking house, I was like ashamed. I was like playing it over and over again. I was shameful. And I just like, I just let myself be ashamed of myself. I just let that feeling play out, right? I just like, I let it run its course. And it was uncomfortable as fuck. Like thinking about the incident over and over again and just being like, oh, you're like an idiot for like allowing yourself to do that. But we need to feel the pain that we're in, if we're going to move forward and we're going to learn from it. Otherwise, what's going to happen is it's going to keep fucking coming back over and over and over again. How many of you guys feel like you self-sabotage? If you self-sabotage, I want you to say me in the comments. How many of you guys self-sabotage? If you do, let me know. Self-sabotage is simply this. You have demons and you're not facing them, period. That's what self-sabotage is. You have demons and you're not facing them. And I know some really, really, really good people that were unwilling to face their demons. And as a result, they kept making the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. 
you have demons and you're not facing them. And I think that for me, it's understanding like, and this is another core lesson of this podcast that I want to give you guys. Another core lesson of this podcast is anytime you're in a situation where your back's against the wall and you go through a massive amount of pain, that is like the biggest fucking platform to learn some shit. If you're listening to this right now and you are like in pain, being in pain is like the best place to learn from. It really is. Because obviously the goal, you know, you've talked about massive momentum, et cetera. Talk about like generating massive momentum and how cool and how good it feels to be in momentum. But also we're fucking human beings and sometimes we feel pain. And I think that a lot of people, instead of embracing that pain that they're in and learning from it, they avoid it and they never actually move through it. Like, let's talk about depression as an example. Let's go here for a second. Like if you are dealing, struggling with depression, which is very real, which is you cannot get yourself out of a certain mental state over and over again. You're just like stuck in this place. Like my thing is like, what can we learn from that? Well, like, what are you doing in your life that's causing you to be unfulfilled and unhappy? Like, how can we analyze that and find some different areas of your life that you can start to find some fulfillment and happiness instead of running from the pain and just doing, you know, prescriptions, which by the way, is a good place to start. That is definitely a good place to start, but like, let's learn from that pain and let's figure out what we can do to help move around that pain and to help move through that pain. And let's feel through that pain and ask ourselves why we're feeling this way. So we can get to the root cause of it and we can grow to become a better person. Same thing with breakups. Guys, I feel like breakups are like, if you are going through a breakup right now, like that now is like fucking prime time for you to really build something amazing with your life straight up. Because once you've like lost something that you truly love, it makes you start to look at things from a different perspective and ask yourself like, why did I lose this person? Or why did I lose this relationship? And how can I become a better person myself? How can I chase more fulfillment and happiness myself? So that the next time I have a partner in my life, I don't repeat the same patterns over and over again. But a lot of people, when they go through a breakup, what they do is they're like going through a breakup and then like, oh man, like this person fucked me over, blah, 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 blah. We don't learn from it. We don't grow through it. And as a result, we attract another partner that is pretty much the exact same as our last one, just with a different face. Have you guys ever done that before? So if you like feel the pain and you do something with it, right? You do something with it. You learn from it. You grow from it. You move through it. Like now you have an opportunity to advance. And here's the hard part, man. Like, it's like, everybody should write this down. The hardest part about pain is actually feeling it. Have you guys ever had a conversation with somebody and they asked you a direct question and you knew that if you told them the truth, it would be an uncomfortable conversation so that you, you just kind of like put a little white lie in there? That's avoiding pain. It's avoiding the pain of them saying something that you're not going to like. or It's avoiding the pain of being honest and then feeling ashamed about your answer. It's avoiding pain. And my thing is like, let's move through it. Let's learn from it. Let's grow through it. That's my thing. And so you guys, this weekend was super challenging in a lot of ways because I fell off track in terms of like, I can't even remember the last time that I wanted to do drugs other than this night. And so that was a really good indicator for me that something in my life needs to change. And it would have been really fucking easy for me to just sit here in pity and in silence and ashamed of my decision. Or it would have been easy for me to just lie straight to Kirsten's face. But like none of those things lead to a prosperous and productive life. And I want to live a fucking phenomenal life. I want to be able to like tap into unlimited energy. I want to be able to be 100% myself and not be afraid of what people think about me. And and so if that means that I need to expose my demons and tell the truth, even when it's uncomfortable, I think that that's the fucking goal. You have to decide what to do with your pain. And like, here's another thing. You got to own your shit. Do you guys mind if we keep going? Because I feel like I'm going to ramble. I want to keep going. 
Another thing with pain is you got to own your shit. I think a hard part with a lot of people is they're unwilling to take ownership of their own actions. And as a result of not being willing to take ownership of their own actions, they keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again because they don't look at the situation and go, yeah, I fucked up here. Whereas for me, I'm like, I fucked up here. Like I made a mistake and I made a mistake and that's okay. I'm going to tell you guys a, a situation that happened to me. This was like, this is like five years ago. I was doing this like mindset slash leadership slash development course. And one of the things that they talked about was this idea of having sweaty palm conversations. Okay. So he, the, my coach at the time basically said, if you've got somebody or something in your life that you feel deeply ashamed about, or that you feel deeply guilty about, or some sort of situation that you like is like weighing heavy on your mind. And you'll know, because as soon as I say this, there'll be a conversation or a person that comes to mind. If you have something like that, or that's a conversation that you need to have, then you need to have that conversation. And it's called a sweaty palm conversation. Now, sweaty palm conversation is exactly that. It's a conversation where you literally like you have it and your palms are like actually sweating because it's so uncomfortable that your body's freaking out. So when I was a drug addict, I would do anything to get a high, anything. And one of the things that I did to get a high was I stole money from a bar that I was working at, but I never told the person that I stole money to. And I was still friends with him to this day. And I remember when he found out that there was money stolen, he confronted everyone and I lied to his face. So after hearing about the sweaty palm conversation thing, I like hung up the phone with my mentor. It's like five years ago. And I was like, I need to fucking call this dude. So I remember I actually like called him. This was like a year and a half after the incident. And I was like, Hey bro, I got something to tell you. He's like, what's up, man? How you been? I'm like, I have something really uncomfortable to tell you. And that is that, you know, a year and a half ago when money went missing, like I was the dude that stole it. Like it was me. And he was like, what? I was like, I was just going through a really rough time in my life, dude. And I'm so fucking sorry. And like, I'm going to pay you back the $500 that I took, but I just want you to know that like, it was me. I stole it. And he was like, holy fuck. It's like, well, thank you for telling me. It's like a couple of years too late, but I appreciate you being honest. And I was like, man, no problem. I just like wanted to be transparent and I just wanted to be real. And I'm sorry that I lied to you. I just wanted you to know the truth. I remember hanging up that phone conversation and just feeling like a thousand pounds lighter. I was like, oh my God, right? And that's because I just own my shit and I just faced my pain. And yes, I paid him back the $500 and we still have a relationship to this day. And it's a good fucking relationship because every time I talk to him, it's like a real honest conversation instead of me having this like thought in the back of my mind, like oh, I fucked this guy over once. And so like, I think it's really important to like understand the principles that I'm teaching to you guys in this podcast, because when you do this, it unlocks this new level of yourself where you're just not afraid to be yourself. But so many of us avoid these fucking conversations because they're extremely uncomfortable to even think about. And so to think about having a conversation with somebody and telling them that you stole money from them is like pretty fucking challenging. So most people won't do that. And as a result, they're not living up to their full potential because they're not able to fully be themselves because of a situation that happened that they lied about, like weighs heavy on their mind and it weighs on their conscience. And this is where self-sabotage comes from. Okay. Check this out. Self-sabotage comes from this. When you feel guilty or shamed or not worthy, or like, you know, you feel like you don't deserve these things. And then you start to achieve success. Self-sabotage is going to come when your fucking subconscious brain kicks in and it's like, Hey, fuck face. You stole from somebody like a couple years ago. You don't deserve this. And then you're going to start to self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is going to start to kick in when you're like, Hey idiot, you remember all these bad things that you did? Yeah, exactly. You don't, you're not worthy of this. And then you end up self-sabotaging. And so for us, if what we can do is if we can start to identify these things that are holding us back, these areas of our life that are holding us back, maybe you're dealing with it right now. Maybe you smoke every single day and you fucking hate that you smoke, but you can't stop smoking. Or you get drunk of alcohol two, three, four nights a week, and you're doing it to numb some sort of pain to escape some sort of situation, but you're not being fucking honest with yourself. And as a result, you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, and your business never grows, right? Maybe the pain that you're in right now is you're working at a job that you absolutely fucking hate. 
and you go to work every single day, hating your job, hating your job, hating your job, but you're never actually doing anything about it. And as a result, you just like every single day, you just have this like negative energy that you're carrying with you because you're doing something, you're working a job you don't like, and you're not making any change. All of us feel pain, all of us. And some of us feel pain in different ways. But what I'm saying is that you can't run from it. You need to move through it. You have to embrace it. You have to sit with it. Like if you hate your fucking job right now, you need to like actually sit and think about how much you hate it for like a full day. Think about it. Why do you hate it? Why is it bothering you? Why does it stress you out? Why does it make you angry? Why do you not like going? And then sit with that pain and allow yourself to feel it and then ask yourself the question, do I want to fucking keep living like this? Do I want to spend the rest of my life working at a job that I don't like? That's what you need to do. You need to sit with your pain. You need to feel through your pain. You need to be open and honest about your pain. It's the same thing in a relationship, you guys. You're in a relationship right now with your significant other and the relationship is painful. Like you need to sit in that pain and not avoid it. And let's get super vulnerable. Sometimes I feel like me and Cursed aren't like 100% awesome. I'll just overwork myself. Because it's easier for me to bury myself in my work than it is for me to deal with the current pain that's happening in the relationship. So it's like removing myself from that situation and deciding to feel through that pain is where all the growth comes. So what are you going to do with your pain? Is this making sense? This is the same thing that we're talking about with fitness clients too, you guys. Like when we get on a phone call with a potential prospect, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to identify what the pain is that they're in. Like how does it feel to be 30 pounds overweight? Tell me about that. Like how do you feel walking up the stairs? How do you feel when you go out to bars? How do you feel like when you sleep with your significant other? What does that feel like for you? How does it feel knowing that you're not fitting into your clothes that you used to five years ago? Like that's the pain. And we need to learn how to like use that pain to get us to move forward in our lives and our fitness journeys and our business and all of it. That's my experience this weekend. And I think that the biggest like lesson that I'm taking from this weekend is, well, there's a few things. Number one is that whenever you're feeling pain to sit in it and to allow yourself to move through it. Don't avoid it. Don't dodge it. Don't duck it. Don't do something else. Like if you're feeling the fucking pain of anything, you're feeling the pain of lack of sales. You're feeling the pain of depression. You're feeling the pain of a breakup. Whatever pain that you're in, you need to sit with it. You need to feel it. And you need to move through it because if you avoid it or you like try to go around it, like it's just going to come bite you in the ass anyways. So move through your pain. The second thing that I like, I think is really important that we hammer with, with this podcast is you need to own your shit. So if you make a mistake or if there's something that you need to do better, like you need to own that and you need to move through it. If you've got something that's wrong inside of you, your process, your systems, whatever, and you keep pointing the finger at other people, you will never fucking grow. But most people are so willing to point the finger at somebody else because then it's easier and they don't have to deal with the shit themselves. All right. Number three is like, be open, be honest, be, be vulnerable. I think that if you're struggling right now, like find somebody to talk to that you can just have a real honest fucking conversation with just like open up talk about your struggle talk about what's going on because like that like exposing your demons instead of hiding from them is the key to kind of moving through them all right so guys that is it that is all hopefully you got some value out of today's episode hopefully you enjoyed this podcast peace love protein have the best day of your entire life and i'll talk to you guys soon let's go